Um, Pastor Reed is uh, going to co-preach with me this morning. And as we uh, prepare um, to see what this looks like, uh, let us hear the reading this morning. We're going to be reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. May God richly bless this, the reading of God's word. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, how are you, man? Can't complain. Yeah. You know, feels good outside, nice and nice sunny, day. and it's nice and cool in the evening, so yeah. it's uh, some good weather right now for all sorts of things. It is. And so when we're talking about, talking about sheep and farmers, I think that's what, what really kind of was most difficult for me is, yeah. you know, no matter how much time I've spent outside, uh, whatever farms I've been on, it's usually only horses and cows and stuff like that. Like, I don't know a lot of shepherds. Yeah. I'm not around a lot of sheep. I don't either. And what was fun is while uh, we were researching or while I was researching for this, I got to read an article about a guy who's had a family member, I guess it was a father or grandfather, who actually was a shepherd in today's time uh, in Iowa of all places. Um, and just reading some of what he's talking about uh, when it comes to sheep, uh, how sheep are very dependent on their shepherds. Uh, the, how sheep go out into uh, different places and don't actually know where they are. But even simplest things of sheep fall on their back and they don't know how to turn the right side up. And so the shepherds are having to fix that and make sure that they are on all of their feet. And he just goes on and on about how much a job it is to be a shepherd and how much uh, of an annoyance it is because the sheep just sometimes don't understand what's going on and they are so dependent of their owners. Um, so I, I don't know about you, but for me, I don't, I don't know if I would be able to deal with that. I don't know if I would be able to be a shepherd that can deal with these sheep who yeah. who just are so dependent. So we were talking this morning about how bad of shepherds we would be. And so we were wondering, if you were a shepherd, in, in kind of however you can imagine that, what's probably the hardest thing that you could imagine that would be for you? Um, 
So I, I think you think back to some biblical stories. So I, I immediately go to Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. I think about the shepherds in the field at night. Um, just staying awake through that, that night, trying yeah. to, to constantly kind of keep track of everything. Um, Having to stay in the gateway so yeah. that they can make sure when they do get sleep that the sheep don't get out. Um, and we have such short attention spans nowadays. Yeah. We have, we have no way to, to kind of keep track of any of this. Um, some of, the, some of the, the articles and some of the things that I read about sheep this week is, is very similar to that. Is sheep are really good at one thing. They're really good at being sheep. <laughs> um, They're very good at grazing down an area. There was a couple studies that I saw that uh, sheep are just as or more effective in uh, a triple study that they did in California at getting rid of invasive plants or weeds or you know things that have come into an area they will they will get rid of weeds and invasive plants quicker than chemicals and herbicides will hmm. but they will also they found out get rid of all the good plants <laughs> that you can overgraze an area to where they get rid of all the grasses and stuff that you want to where if you move them too quickly invasive plants can move in hmm. and so they will just do what sheep do and if shepherds don't rotate them, if they don't move them around, that sheep can completely change an ecosystem just by coming in and, and just moving in. So just wow. knowing how to move things around. Wow. Um, and the sheep don't know. They, they, have, they have no idea what they're doing. And so just this idea that you have to have a shepherd. Yeah. There, there's, something, there's something really um, beyond what, what a sheep can see so far as what a shepherd can see. Um, so one of the things that I kind of took out of this was we don't really like to be called sheep in our culture. No. You know, especially in uh, a culture where we really value um, kind of freedom, liberty, the idea of just being called somebody who just goes along with everybody else that gives up all of their rights, all their mm -hmm. decision making. Mm -hmm. um, but the reality is as I think we, we have a little bit more in common with sheep than we tend to realize. In fact, I feel like we, as people, we're really good at being sheep in terms of um, we really follow a lot of the different voices that are going around us. Yeah. But spiritually, we keep trying to be our own shepherd as well. Yeah, and that just never, never works out. How can we be the lost who are looking? Uh, how can we be looking for the lost when we are the lost? And in thinking about that, as, as the scripture continues, one of the things that really jumps out to me is, is how Jesus calls himself the gate, right? Jesus calls himself the gate. But if you continue on through uh, the verses that we did not read, uh, Jesus also calls himself the good shepherd. Yeah, yeah. And so Jesus being the good shepherd and the gate and this connection of how the shepherd is the one to get the sheep through the gate and we need to think about how we truly are more sheep because of our dependence. And even though we try to be the good shepherd, right? Uh, but that Jesus is really the one that we need to be searching for. Jesus is the one, the voice that we need to hear. Even though we're getting pulled a million different ways and we're listening to our own voices. I think we're ourselves are our own worst enemy. Yeah. Because we listen to ourselves and we want to do everything on our own rather than truly relying on Christ who is right there. Yeah. 
So when we get caught up in circumstances, it's just like Reed said, is, isn't it our voice is the first one that we try to start listening to? Um, we feel like our life has kind of gotten out of control and we're the ones that keep trying to figure it out. Uh, figure out that way back to figure out why it is that we're so overwhelmed, why it is that we're so frustrated. And so uh, for us, I think uh, the question really becomes, um, how do we start hearing that voice of God more? How do we start connecting to the voice uh, that knows our name? So for me, one of the things that I pulled out of the scripture that I thought was, was really interesting and, and got me is I, I almost feel like Jesus gives us a little too much credit in this in okay. this passage okay. that, you know, he says that the sheep don't follow the stranger's voice. Um, but, but we as, as spiritual creatures, um, we follow a lot of different voices. Yes. We get pulled left and right all the time. Um, and, and I think more than that, just like you said, when we follow our voice is when we get the most lost. Yeah. And we don't, we don't really know kind of how, how to find our way back. And so what for you, is a good practice in trying to drown out that voice and and connect back to the voice of our shepherd the voice of jesus yeah uh, you know in thinking about that i got to think about kind of the the anxiety the the overwhelmness that that i have within my life and finding the root of it right finding the root of why i am going in such a direction that is causing me you know, anxiety that that's making me so uncomfortable. And when I look at the root of that and I see that voice, a lot of times, like we've said, it's my own voice uh, doing what I want to do in my own timing. And so taking a step back and trying to refocus in a way where I'm searching for God and I'm searching for where Christ is leading, not just listening to what I want to do in that moment. And that is so so hard but it's wonderful all at the same because as we are lost i think one of the things that uh when i think of shepherds is that they do constantly go and they look for their sheep mm. so in those moments that i'm lost i know no matter how long i have been lost or how far i have gone that jesus is still calling my name yeah calling your name calling all of our names. Yeah. Well, I think for me, I, I, I keep going back to the 23rd Psalm. Mm. And uh, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that the shepherd is with me. Yeah. Well, the shepherd didn't take me to the valley of the shadow of death. The shepherd found me in the valley of the shadow of death. Um, and just like you said, there is, there is no amount of distance um, that Jesus will come to find us. In fact, he said, he'll leave everybody else. I'm sorry, guys. He will leave everybody yeah. else. He will leave the 99 to come find us. Yeah. Right? And so for me, that practice of, of trying to, to amplify or to pull out Jesus' voice above all the other voices, above my voice, um, that's a spiritual practice. That's something that we, we have to work at, we have to think about. Um, but the thing that's comforting, just like you said, that no matter how far Jesus will come, Jesus will always be looking for us. The other part of the hope for me in that is that Jesus knows our name. Yes. That all these other statistics, you know, all these other voices, uh, you know, they have to be loud. They have to be brash. They've got to be attention grabbing. There's got to be great headlines. There's got to be something to grab my attention because nobody else knows my name. Mm -hmm. 
To, to everything else in this world, I'm just a number and statistic. And even, even when I think about myself, you think about the names I've given myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put labels on myself of I'm not worthy, I'm not worth it, I'm not you know, smart enough or good enough. Jesus is the only one that's actually going to know the truth of all that is. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing just the, the reaches that Jesus comes and, and how Jesus craves for all of us, no matter how lost we are, because we do become lost at times, uh, even when we don't realize it, and Jesus is still searching for us. And so for us to be able to truly turn our eyes and see Jesus calling our name, that, that's really incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what does that look like for you this week? Uh, what does that look like to um, just... Take an assessment of all the different voices that are around you this week. Everything pulling on your attention. Uh, Man, if you've got little kids at home, uh, you've been hearing uh, the name Mommy and Daddy a lot. Uh, And man, you almost feel like you can't get away from it. But I'll tell you the one thing about all this is that when Jesus calls our name, he calls us to rest. It says we lay down in green pastures. Um, He's the only one who restores our soul. And so take a look at what all those voices are in your life this week and how we can begin to connect with the voice of our shepherd. Maybe that's through scripture. Maybe that's through prayer. Uh, Maybe that's through ways that uh, you see God and and sort of the peace of nature as you take a walk in a park or through your neighborhood. Uh, But how you connect with that voice through this week. As we kind of wrap up for today, I'd love for you to to pray with us and and give us a blessing. Absolutely. Uh, So let us pray. Almighty, gracious God, Lord, we just thank you for your love and your presence in our lives, even when we do not see it. Lord, we thank you for the way that you keep reaching for us, that you keep looking for us when we are lost, when we are in places that we don't even realize and that no matter what you continue to search for us and that you know us by name you know our hearts because we are your creation and you love us so incredibly and so Lord we just ask that you continue to guide our hearts and our ears so that we hear your voice that we truly follow the voice of our Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we pray. Amen.